Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Click. This is the Adam Sandler movie, the Adam Sandler movie titled Click. And I chose this movie, well, I didn't really choose it. It, it was more so like uh, I saw somebody else kind of reacting to the uh, to the movie and it, it like brought me back into the you know, just into that random mood to, to watch the movie. And I saw it, and oh my goodness, it is so... It's one of those rare movies, like just those great standalone movies that Adam Sandler has, you know, along with uh, all of his other... Uh, you know, he has, some, he has some good movies, some very nice, sweet, heartfelt movies. But this movie in particular, and at this particular point in time, you know, I just felt like I connected with it a lot, a lot more than I ever did when I first saw it, I, I think when I first saw it, I was maybe like 10 years old, nine, so, some, somewhere around that range. And it was just like a, a silly Adam Sandler movie. It wasn't like, uh, I didn't expect it to be as, as impactful or as heartfelt as I, as I did when I, when I first watched it. And, you know, at first it was sad, but now looking at it is like, gosh, you know, some of those scenes are just so heartbreaking. They're so crazy. And, that movie has definitely definitely has a great great message behind it but i think like it's universal in its appeal that like if we actually did have a remote control that could do anything or like you know fast forward pause mute, you know anything that we could do in life a real life universal remote it would be you know it would be hard not to abuse that kind of power you know it'd be hard not to What's it called to take advantage of the uh, of the technology and present it to us? And you know, it it might be an example of like uh, of modern times now, where we have all of this technology at our fingertips, and maybe we we spend all of our time on it. You know, instead of you know, instead of like uh, obviously in the movie, he skips time, but maybe the time will pass us by if we stay on our on our phones, on our technology and all this other stuff. And we start missing out on what's really important. And when we keep our head down, but besides that, the, the whole premise of it is if you've never seen the movie, spoiler alert. So if you've never seen the movie, essentially Adam Sandler, his character, the guy in the movie, he, he's just a, you know, he's a, he's a working man. He's trying to, you know, He's trying to make his own business or like work his way up or get into a better position. So he's working a lot. He doesn't really take time to c care about or be with his family. He has a really hot wife, um, two beautiful kids. Like, you know, he's just uh, a typical average guy with a job, a family, but he spends all of his time working and not enough time prioritizing his kids and his family and like genuinely putting an effort to be that kind of a dedicated person, you know what I mean? To the family. And it's during that, uh, that time where he tries to use a remote control to turn on the TV or whatever, and it doesn't work. And instead he gets hit in the head with a helicopter and he goes off and he's like, you know what? I'm getting a universal TV remote. So that way I can 
use the TV properly. So he goes to Bed Bath & Beyond because it's the only store open. And the funny gag behind it is like, there's bed items, there's bath items, but what's the beyond part? And I, I, I can't, I mean, given that the movie doesn't do or depict Bed Bath & Beyond in like a, a negative light, I think it was kind of a, a genius idea to get Bed Bath & Beyond involved in the movie or like at least a part of it, you know, because they don't really put... Again, it's not shown in a negative light. It's just an aspect of the movie that's kind of fun to poke at. So, like, what's the beyond part? Like, Bed Bath and what's beyond? So, in the in the store, he walks in, he finds the beds, he finds the bath stuff, and then he makes it to beyond. And in there, he meets uh, this guy. I mean, he meets Christopher Walken. I mean, that is that is nuts. You know, I I think it's so funny that he got Christopher Walken in the movie. Like. Uh, when I was a kid, when I first watched it, I wasn't all familiar with Christopher Walken and like kind of all of his movies. You know, I, I had never, never really seen him in anything uh, before that. So that, that that was my first time seeing him. But obviously, now that I've seen some of his other other movies, looking at him now, I just think it's so funny that he's he's doing those that movie. So. He goes in there and the beyond the the whole joke is that the beyond part is they can give you anything else that you're looking for. So Adam Sandler walks in there and he's like, yo, you guys got a a universal remote that I can use for my TV and stuff. And Christopher Walken is like, yeah, sure. We got a we got a remote that'll do anything you want. So he gets this. I mean. It looks a bit bizarre, but it's I I think it's actually a pretty cool remote design. It reminds me of that pear phone. You know that pear phone from Victorious? Dude, I'm telling you, if somebody released that phone, it would have been so the the amount of money they would have made. You know, it's just unique and it's just different, you know. People were willing to buy unique and different. Just just for fun, but they haven't yet, at least, you know, and we'll see where, where life is by then, but it's just it's just funny. So he gives them the remote and the remote is I mean it's pretty cool looking this remote, you know, but Christopher Walking gives him the remote and then Adam Sandler goes on a whole journey exploring the remote and realizes all the crazy stuff it can do. But I wanna I wanna pay more close attention to Christopher Walken because Christopher Walken in the movie Again, spoilers if you haven't seen it, all right? Don't listen to this if you haven't watched the movie. Go watch the movie now and then come back and listen. But Christopher Walken in the movie is kind of just a... Uh, he is... I'm trying to explain this the best I, I, I... I'm trying... He is, for Adam Sandler's character, something that he wants. He, he's his best desire he wants something he wants his life to change he wants his life to be better so he is willing to essentially buy you know a different life or something to to make his life something that he wants you know kind of less annoying in a sense if you could pay for less annoyance in your life you know would you would you not it's kind of like that that weird place but 
that's what Christopher Walken's character kind of represents. It's like, I have something that's annoying me in my life. I want somebody else to come and fix it for me and give me something kind of, he's kind of like a, well, I mean, in the movie, he's, he's death. You know, he's the uh, angel of death. But he's kind of like this all-foreseeing, all-knowing kind of like genie. He gives him a wish. He gives him a wish of like this universal remote that would get, let him do anything he wants. And then there are negative side effects. There are consequences to his wish, to the device he ends up giving him, you know. And this remote... I'm not going to lie. This remote, I, I would love this remote sometimes. This remote is so, I mean, it just has a great use of, it has an amazing use of just lowering down. Like, you ever have those moments where it's like, I wish it would just quiet so you can lower down the volume or like, maybe I didn't really hear what they said. Could I rewind it and listen to them again? You know, just like little features like that would be so cool, so funny. Um, I mean, the slow motion feature, though. Anyways, I I just felt like there was a... There were a lot of great uses to it. Unfortunately, there are side effects. You know, there are down... There are problems with having that kind of power, that kind of technology, that kind of use. And rightfully so. I, I don't think you should have anything that, that amazing shouldn't be without consequences, you know. But I think I think it's cool. But for Adam Sandler, again, in, in the movie, for his character, he just skips life. Well, he wants to he wants the fast track. He doesn't feel like he's gonna miss out on anything or like nothing could happen in a few weeks or months or you know, days even. Right, he doesn't feel like, oh, something terrible is going to happen. And so, the way it works is that the remote, right, it'll pick up on his, you know how you have like uh, the cookies you know, uh, on websites? So you go on there, maybe you go to Amazon, you order like, uh, alright, let's say you order a bowling ball, and then they'll send you ads about like bowling balls and bowling pins and bowling shoes and all that other stuff right so they they learn your preferences the same with the remote the remote learns that oh he doesn't like to be stuck in traffic we fast forward through that oh he doesn't like being in arguments or being sick or anything let's just fast forward through that so it unintentionally skips his life good good moments a lot of great moments and then he comes to realize oh snap I, I missed this thing or, you know, this other thing happened and it's, it breaks him down, essentially. And it leads to a lot of sad, I mean, just, you know, thinking about those scenes is, is, is heartbreaking. But like, obviously, when you skip life, you know, there are, there are a lot of harmful effects. And uh, his character goes in autopilot. You know, so in autopilot, he can't react to things normally or he can't react to things like he would if he were actually in place. So while he skips, it's kind of like he's he only has a one track mind, a one one focus on his mind. And that's 
work. You know, that's him working or him doing something. And uh, focusing on his job, not on his kids, not on his wife, not on his uh, mom and dad. Like he doesn't, he doesn't pay attention to anything. So again, it just, it shows you that even missing a day of life is so terrible. Like certain days happen, certain days go by and you feel like, eh, I didn't really do all that much. I don't feel like all that accomplished. And then other days you'll be like, yo, I got so much done. I, I accomplished so much. I did this. I did that. I did, I did this as well. I, you know, I got to spend some time with my, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my, my parents, my family, you know, little interactions throughout the day that like make you feel accomplished and good. And then other days you're just kind of like, I didn't really do all that much. I didn't really do anything all that special, but you, you are putting life out there. You are putting energy out into the world. So missing that, missing that moment and kind of putting yourself on autopilot is a waste. It's a big waste. And for Adam Sandler's character, he misses out on There's a moment in the movie where he comes back after being on autopilot, after skip, you know, skipping ahead in life. And there's this crucial moment where he's kind of, because he's been on autopilot for so long, he's kind of on this rocky ground with his family, especially his wife and, you know, and the kids as well. But he comes to a crucial st stop, right? He comes back and he realizes... His dog has died. His dog died. And obviously when the dog died, he wasn't himself. He wasn't, you know, he was on autopilot. He didn't really take it all in. So he didn't really show any emotion. But then when he comes back and he realizes, oh no, he's, he's dead. He starts breaking down. He starts crying. He starts feeling it. And he missed it. And that's sad, dude. That's so sad that it's not until after the fact that he he crumbles, he falls. And then and then his wife is like left confused, is like, uh, I do what's going on here? And he's just like and that's when he kind of like realizes the curse that he's under with this remote. He's like, I'm so sorry, like I, I can't believe this is happening and they have an embrace, they hug, and she's like, I'm so confused right now. I, I you know, you, you haven't been around, you haven't been attentive, you haven't been, you know, here for the family, for the kids, for me. It just, you know, it puts a, a, a big strain on her. It's uh, a problem. The, the relationship is, is dying. And in that moment, Adam just like tells her like, I love you. Stay with me. Don't leave me. I'm, I'm here, you know. Unfortunately, he's not. He's not. And then time zooms past again. And he's left on autopilot and a good chunk of his life is left. Um, I don't, I, you know, obviously the time passes by and he gets extremely big. I mean, just like super, I, you know, I can't, I can't explain it to you, but he gets really, really fat. You know, he eats himself. I think because he had like a divorce or whatnot uh, from his wife. So since the last time we saw him, he got divorced from his wife and he's getting older and older and he's just fat, sad, depressed and like life is just passing him by. And another sad scene. I mean, 
eventually, you know, he goes through like liposuction surgery. He kind of has like all this flab and whatnot. But like, all I'm trying to say is that eventually he figures out and realizes um, that his dad died. His dad died and he wasn't there for it. He wasn't there to experience more time with his father. He wasn't there to experience more moments and he missed it. And he's like, I got to, you know, I got to see the last time I spoke to him. I have to see it. And it's not great. You know, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but oh my goodness, it's just so sad, bro. I mean, that, that, that had to be some of that scene right there is some great acting from Adam Sandler because it's, you know, he's in the scene twice. So it's like him on autopilot and him not actually being there, but he's like flashback. So he's just standing there and you can watch it all like a, like a TV set. But so you see the two different sides of him, right? We see him being who he, who he is to everybody else. He gets to see it and who he act, how he actually feels what his actual emotions are. And that's like such a powerful, great scene. So eventually Time skips past again and again and again and again. And he finally gets to his son's wedding. His son's wedding comes and some way or another, um, he gets a heart attack. You know, he, he gets into a heart attack and then he gets sick and time passes by. And he's in the hospital. He's in the hospital and he realizes Oh, snap, my son got to, has to go to his honeymoon. Don't worry about me. Go have, go be with your family. And then his son is like, actually, the company, there's a little, there's a little issue going on there. I have to go somewhere else. I had to cancel the honeymoon. And Adam Sandler's just like, oh, no. He, he, he realizes now that he's passed on to his son a company and a, and a lifestyle, which he's just going to be you know, making the same mistakes he did, which is not what he wants. He wants his son to live a better life because as far as Adam Sandler in the movie is concerned, it's, there's only one. He's, he's skipped a huge chunk of it. And so there's this beautiful scene in the rain that Adam Sandler gets out of the hospital and he chases down his son and he falls down and there's rain coming down and he's just screaming he has this beautiful moment with his family where he gets to tell everybody that he loves them or, you know, he gets to at least say that, like, get some final pieces of himself to them. He finally gives to, gets that little moment. And it's so sad because it's just such a small moment, but it's so heartfelt and so emotional and you really feel it. And so in that moment, Christopher Walken takes him and Adam Sandler dies. And it's it's really a touching scene. It's really such a, a sad scene. And there were there were when it got to that moment, it just makes you it makes you want to pause the movie and just take that in, just take in that moment of like if you could only have like a final conversation with all the people you love, 
you know, who would actually be there? Who would actually be there holding your hand or right next, be right next to you? You know what I mean? And for him, his circle is small, even though he works with, I mean, a dude, I didn't even mention, dude, David Hasselhoff is in the movie. So when I saw him in this movie, and this was after, dude, it all comes back to the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. David Hasselhoff was in this movie and I saw him and like Adam Sandler, you know, farts in his face and like, you know, does a little dance and stuff like that in front of his face and stuff. And I was just like, dude, this guy does everything. Like he's, a, you know, he's a superstar. I, you know, at least I did. I, I, I don't know why. It's uh, something with David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff, every single time he pops up. But anyways, you see like all of the success he's gained, right? But none of the people he really works with, like his boss, his coworkers, employees, friends, like none of them are there. And it's only family, his ex-wife, his kids, his uh, son's new wife his daughter the the new uh stepfather that she eventually remarried somebody else you know he got to talk to them right and that's what's important is those people that you can trust into your circle so i mean the real message about this movie is to value the people in your life, your family, your friends, anybody who you can truly trust and let in your inner circle, you know, those are the people that you prioritize. Those are the people that matter the most. Those are the people that you need to take care of and look after. Because if you don't, you're going to feel empty inside. And that's not, that's, you don't want that. So, I felt like after he dies, we're all kind of left to wonder what a what a sad life. You know, in the end, at the end of it all, he's not remarried. He doesn't get a new girlfriend, right? He's still hook up hooked on his ex-wife, right? So he still loves her and his kids, his family, but he misses it. He skips it, you know, to avoid arguments, to avoid uh, annoyance, to avoid having to worry about them or, or having to do things that may be fun or important for the kids, but not for him. So there are certain things like that where you, when you miss them, it just it, it, it's, it shows that you're not putting effort or energy into your life and your life definitely has meaning because if you, we were all on autopilot, we would wake up and realize we missed a big chunk, but because we are who we are and we have the opportunity and the chance to put energy, to put good positivity onto the world, it'll all come back to us eventually. Like that's, that's the truth. And you miss it by missing days. By staying in autopilot, and you don't want to be in autopilot. You want to be conscious, and you want to make the right choices. You want to make the right decisions, not just for yourself, but for other people. For the for what this world needs is more kindness, more positivity, more good people, more laughs, more more fun. You know. So you don't want to you don't want to miss that. 
But Adam Sandler dies. He dies in this movie. But then we realize it was all a dream. Dude, this was the best use of that trope I've ever seen in a movie. Like, I can't think of another movie that does this trope better. Because it's just a silly movie at the end of the day, right? Like, I... I like the idea that he wakes up back in bed, bath and beyond. I love that. I just, I just found it so great. So he wakes back up. He's back in the store. He reunites with his ex-wife, uh, with his wife, his kids. He makes like a big deal about it. And then he just tries to show that he's ready to, to be a part of his family again. He, he, he goes visit his parents like he just embraces them all with this newfound love of life where every day he's given the chance to be the best man he can possibly be, to be the best husband, the best father, the best dog owner, to be the best son. Like that's that's such so beautiful. And I feel like that's such a, a big takeaway from this movie and it's what I I think is so special about it and is so unique. And it does a great job of balancing the dramatic aspect and the comedic side of things. And it gives you a, a well-balanced movie, I feel. Even though it can be a little cheesy and corny, but it's nice. And I, I do like it. So at the end of the day, when you're watching Click, get some tissues, get some popcorn, and just enjoy it. Don't think of don't think too hard about it. It's just a nice little popcorn movie, you know? I mean, obviously you can think about it. You know, I just thought about it right now, but like all that I'm trying to say is enjoy the movie and take in some of the some of the lessons it has to offer. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys all next time. Thank you.